Now, mics are hot, which can mean only one thing. Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood multiverse of madness podcast. (laughs) On our Illuminati panel of hosts, we have Jay Bonnie live from the Immaculate Vibe Studio. What up, what up? We out here. In an alternate universe where we have studio a studio audience. An alternate <laughs> universe. And uh, we've also got Andrew the Goon Bennett. There's a delayed reaction from our good studio to be, audience. Good to be but here. They, do, they do like Andrew Bennett. I'm coming from the <laughs> alternate universe where <laughs> Sam Raimi was allowed to direct this movie and all of this movie. Wow. Uh, wow. Your, okay. Already. Your, and, uh, your host, and also on the panel, your host with the most, Ben Seibel. <laughs> and Damn, finally. Son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> you always find a way to. Okay, anyway. I just finally, like trolling you, bro. Okay. Wait, wait. Recently acquired from Mavs Twitter. Friend of the pod, Kendall Pugh. Oops. <laughs> and that runs the out. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There they are. I got, I got that like AAC crowd like in in, in November when it's just <laughs> yeah, like, by the time yeah. everyone gets there, it's like the ha- second half. It's thirty minutes late. Yeah. The crowd was there. Late. The crowd was like, there. The audio. The audio guy night. just folded. Whoever that guy was, I don't know. I don't know who that was doing audio, but yeah, he he folded. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of real fans in our crowd, and then until uh, they're anyway. Um, so welcome to the pod, Kendall. I think we've. Uh, we're obviously a Mavs podcast, but we, we really wanted to have you on to talk something besides Mavericks. I know it's hard during the playoffs, but we've got a, a big movie that just released to uh, Multiverse of Madness. And you're one of our you're, you're one of my favorite nerdy follows on Mavs Twitter. So Appreciate glad to have it. you. Appreciate it. I, I said it's easier to be on today because the Mavs won. Right. So it's like everyone's in a good mood. Oh, yeah. You can talk about it. You know, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday too, like you know, if they had got crushed again last night, it would have been a pretty tough to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would all be in in a deep depression. Not, <laughs> not the last thing I, we would want to talk about is there. You go, yeah, that one already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. The maps won, uh, but uh, we're, uh, they already talked about that on last night's pod. So if you haven't checked that out, listeners, go check out episode one fifteen where. Andrew the Goon Bennett and Jay Bonnie break down the Mavs game three plus who Jack Harlow is and some ranch water suggestions for yeah. your pleasure. This is just the Lone River brand. This pod brought to you by Lone River <laughs> Ranch <Yep>. Water. <laughs> All the good exposure. stuff. Yeah. So. Let's get into this movie, Multiverse of Madness. Well, let's do a vibe check, just like we do on our Mavs pods. So what what is the vibe after you see saw this movie? Kind of give like a quick like tweet length review or like a reaction to it. 
Um, and we can kind of go around and kind of maybe give Kendall some inspiration before he has his. So, so let's do it. Jay, I saw the movie with Jay and one of our other friends, uh, Ricardo, shout out Ricardo. Um, Jay, what's your like tweet length review slash reaction to multiverse madness? Um, it was cool. The, the combat and, and the psychedelics off the chain, super imaginative, but I mean, it's kind of like just another tired like movie written for teenagers in my opinion i'm not super into it. i'm not super like i think it's better than spider-man though i think it's better than spider-man i'm not super into the fan service just because i'm not a big i'm i'm sort of just like barely digging into the like marvel world bro i don't know much about all these other dude our our, our, our was full of nerds man they were clapping and stuff and all these characters are popping up and i was like as alamo um, typically is and okay, y'all like shut up like i don't even know that, like, <laughs> i know y'all already know all these people are but like they're about to explain it in one bar and like you know <laughs> yeah i gotta make sure i'm paying attention to keep up with all this stuff because yeah like a lot of, a lot a lot of clever stuff going on for the fans but but yeah i'd say cool cool combat cool psychedelics decent movie <laughs> Hot take here. If um, if I see you clapping in a movie theater, I'm gonna slap you. I cannot stand it. I cannot. Really? St- I cannot stand clapping in a movie theater. The culture is really? changing. Are you I about cannot, to defend this, Kendall? I cannot, I cannot. I, 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 I'm curious. So when you saw Endgame, and you know, you know, the scene that everyone like goes crazy for, you were just in there like ready to slap everyone in the theater. Like people weren't clapping. Like cheering. Cheering makes sense to me cheering is really? like i mean or like audible you saw in this movie in multiverse madness there's like there were some moments that had some audible gasps i'm mm-hmm. fine with that i am just i'm i get annoyed by anything that is gonna bleed over into the next line of dialogue in the movie okay or like that's anything fair. anything that's gonna interrupt the and sometimes movies like they know that this particular moment is going to get a big applause line and so they leave kind of a little bit of space for people to applaud um cheering i'm like i i don't but like when people clap when certain particular characters show up i don't i don't get it i don't get it at all um to get to my just to uh emoji like a shoulder shrug i this movie gets a gets a big like Meh, I guess for me, like Jay said, I was I, w- I was a big fan of the horror elements. There were some spicier moments um, that really got me like, oh, we're doing that in a Marvel movie. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this in a superhero movie. But by and large, the the general feel of the movie was like, eh, okay, like on to the next one. Um, it was, it was, it was, I was, I was a little underwhelmed. I'll, I'll leave it at that in general, but Ben, I'm, I'm curious and Kindle, since you guys are, I think the resident really big Marvel comic heads. book nerds. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> I, I, I think like my initial reaction was like, I enjoyed parts of it. I think that, I think, you know, I've seen other people who review it, who know more about, comics than i do and i think it was summed up really well that it was it's you can definitely tell it was directed by sam raimi there's a lot of sam raimi like elements in this movie and like whether it's horror or like even like a tentacled you know thing like crawling up the side of a building just like in spider-man 2 with you know 
Dr. Octopus. There's a lot of nods to, you know, either his horror history or his, you know, Spider-Man history. And I think um, you can almost tell there was like a battle within the studio uh, real quick. I'm going to go talk to my roofer. But overall, <laughs> I think it was uh, actually, Kendall, you go ahead. I'll come. Oh, so I'm just giving like a tweet version of yeah, what what's what's your what's your first reaction when i when i when i first came out of it I, I i would i would say i felt like i was like all right that was pretty good you know i don't think it blew me away you know i guess i'll get more into like my hardcore thoughts now, but i was just like that was, that was pretty cool you know you could tell it was a it was a sam raimi film to an extent you know the sam raimi mixed with an mcu film um, I thought you said, you said the horror elements in it, even some of the things with the way it was transitioning through some of the scenes, um, you could just tell it kind of had its style to it. So when I first walked out of it, I was like, okay, that was, that was pretty good. It didn't blow me away, but I would say it's pretty good. I think my, I would also say that Wanda is a bad person and I'm glad. The movie. ultimate Karen, the ultimate Karen, dude. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, this movie finally, I was just like, finally, like people will finally see what I've been saying after WandaVision. That's my long tweet. <laughs> I hate that okay. you had to see Wanda. I haven't seen WandaVision and I felt like kind of left out. Yeah, you should have seen WandaVision. I felt kind of left out watching it because I was like, damn, bro. And I usually don't feel like that watching Marvel movies. And, and I, don't, I don't I don't, really watch. I haven't watched them in order. I've watched most of them, but like I haven't, you know, I haven't seen everything in order. Right. And and I've heard I've had things spoiled and certain, you know, like there's a lot of moving parts going on. But I feel like in this one, man, it's, it's kind of a uh, I didn't. Yeah. You know, when, was, he, when he met with her at the garden healing. and it turns out she's a bag like I didn't I didn't know who this character was, man. But it kind of felt like there was already a rapport built that, um, you know, I don't know. It felt like it felt like there's something going on that I should know that I don't. And um, and, and you know, it's a Marvel movie. They're going to they're going to catch you up in a few bars like it's, it, you're still be able, you'll be able to enjoy the movie. And like the plot's strong enough anyway to where it's like it's it's fun on its own. But um, but yeah, like I, I kind of wish I watched Wandavision. And yeah, she's the ultimate Karen. So I've I've, I've seen like some tweets and some reaction on on Reddit. The people that they like did her wrong that she wasn't like supposed to be as evil as she was in this movie. Because man, like, yeah, bro, she had to talk to the multiverse manager who was America Chavez, bro. She had to like, she was like really on her own. Like I was in line first. Like you know, Karen stuff on here. I thought that was a. Uh, and uh you know t a terrifying villain to have you know you know it, it, it's annoying uh, yeah. when someone makes a scene over their own little little thing like like that's a, that's a relatable mm -hmm. conflict to go through you know i um that is what so i don't think everything in this movie works with wanda as a character i think she works really well as a villain i think mm -hmm. she the moments that you get the most Sam Raimi and the most villain with the most horror is when she is, and we'll get into the Illuminati later, but when she is, mm -hmm. when she is murking folks left and right. And I, and I was here for all of that in defense of some of those fans who are, are kind of like, who didn't really understand how we got from WandaVision to this character who is fully kind of unhinged. I think, and I'm I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I watched WandaVision. She ends WandaVision, the show, with the Darkhold, doesn't she? She has the book. So there's, I think there's an element of like this evil, like dark magic item, this totem 
has been influencing her and has definitely like pushed her and she she was already on teetering on the edge of some stuff in WandaVision and I think there's a lot of that kind of she but she does feel like a completely different character at times in this movie because you get to the end of WandaVision and it feels like she has come to terms with like Vision is gone my kids are gone like whatever but I'm still like leafing through this magic book this creepy this creepy book and obviously there were some change there's some changes in her that we see off that that occur off screen to prompt her to show up in this one and right from the jump it is it is on site it is like I'm going through everybody uh Ben we we just got into um we just got into kind of our thoughts on Wanda, aka Scarlet Witch. How how do you feel like her character was handled? Were you a fan of how, I, of, of how she was I presented could, in this in this movie? Or I couldn't help but like think like, man, this is the perfect movie to see with your mom on Mother's Day. I mean, this is a movie about a mother who will go to war for her children. Like that's even the idea of her children. She's like literally cutting dudes down. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? I I missed that scene. Wait, wait a minute. Well, she killed a lot of dudes at the the Doctor Strange temple or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so they had to have some uh, expendable characters, and and that's who those people were. Um, yeah, I I kind of felt like it was really weird. Like it seemed like with Westview and that whole situation with Wandavision, it seemed like she had some clarity, but like, you know, if you go through her timeline on the MCU, it just keeps getting worse. Like loses her parents, loses her brother, like gets close to vision, loses him. Like it has the, you know, makes their own kid, makes her own kids. Can't have them. So like, it, it's like a building like villain trajectory mm-hmm. for a character that we all really like. And it is super powerful. So I mean, it's unfortunate, and I think they kind of leaned into it maybe a little too much um, to make her like the the super horror villain. Um, no, but... I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I guess you're here. Kendall, oh, okay. you got some thoughts. Uh, well, first I want to echo something Jay said. Cause I, I always kind of wonder as we get farther along in the MCU, um, the question always kind of comes up about, you know, and we're getting to a point where the general audience, especially with the shows now, and the shows kind of being canon with the movies, are we getting to a point where the general audience wouldn't be able to pick up just a Marvel movie and watch it without prior knowledge and it being confusing? And so I've always kind of defended the MCU because I felt like outside of maybe Endgame, because um, you probably wouldn't need to see Infinity War, most movies, um, you know, like you said, they do a couple bars at the beginning, they kind of do a little funny, catch you up on what's going on. But with Wanda, you know, I didn't even think about that, just how draft of a character shift she would be for people who the last time they saw her would have been in-game, I think, on, on screen. And so if you didn't see WandaVision, then I could see how you're looking at this, like, oh, man, like, I do feel like I'm missing something big. Like, I know she, you know, I know that, you know, she, she had to kill Vision or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like I'm missing something. So it's just something to watch at the MCU goes forward and just you know at what point do they begin to lose the general audience just because it's like okay i legit have no idea what's going on because i yeah. didn't see Moon on that Knight, point right? though 
Oh uh, yeah, not not sorry. On that point though, like um, I think they did a good job establishing Doctor Strange because I, th- I think they're starting to make Doctor Strange the new shoulder to lean on, and I think that that was Iron Man in the first couple phases. If if and again, I, there's yeah. I, I haven't seen Captain America. I haven't seen the Captain America movies, bro. Like like I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. Oh, but like you know, <laughs> um. I feel like Iron Man was generally the shoulder to lean on in a lot of those movies. Like he was kind of, you know, he took over the scene whenever he was in there. Um, you know, like we we saw the same trope we see in this movie where like the confused, uh, you know, can't control their powers he has, yet. He has to babysit. He's a father figure type thing. Yeah, we saw that going on um, with Iron Man, and now and I think they did a good job. Um, I'll give him points for putting Doctor Strange in the mainstream because he, he is kind of a deep cut. Um, I didn't know about Doctor Strange, I don't think, until, you know, he started popping up in the movies. So, but this is a good way to make him, this is a good weekend to drop the movie, a good time to, like, push him forward. Maybe he'll be more of a um, a, a staple in Marvel, you know, maybe they'll, they'll promote him more or promote America Chavez more in, in um you know, maybe try to bring back that that feeling of cohesiveness and but but also, um, you know, familiarity with the or accessibility. Maybe is the best word, best way mm-hmm. to put it. That feeling of accessibility because like okay, everybody he's knows Doctor Strange. He's a he's familiar face, magic guy. Yeah, he's a familiar face who's like, oh, I re- I recognize that guy, even though there's a sea of strange new people that have shown up. I, I'm curious, Ben, Kendall, I did not think Doctor Strange really worked as like the babysitter father figure to America Chavez in this movie. And Well, he like literally and, tries and, to kill her in that first scene. And we, the, yeah, the alternate version strange. of him tries, yeah. And, and I get that we've seen him kind of, he, I don't, I don't, I don't really think we've seen Doctor Strange change all that much as a character he maybe yeah. has learned some is... things from Infinity War and Endgame, but the whole like, no, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to save you. Doesn't feel doesn't feel earned. It feels like it's like okay, like you have to you have to say that because Marvel can't kill like a 16 year old kid or can't have one of their main characters sacrifice the one yeah. Latina in the entire yeah the one queer Latina in all of like the MCU <laughs> well her parents ever. were. Never mind. Well, America Chavez, the character, also also just books, want to mention not MCU. They yet, they guess. introduce <laughs> they introduce her lesbian parents and then immediately yeet them into a portal. Immediately, it's like as soon <laughs> as as soon, as soon as a gay as soon as a gay person they shows gone. up in the MCU, they're like, Can't all right, and immediately immediately to an alternate universe. Not I, in this. I think universe. what I think that's kind of what they were like within the whole main plot of the story of Doctor Strange versus Wanda like and like with America knowing how most of the Doctor Stranges are or like you know she's seeing her Doctor Strange try to kill her like the character growth like you said is like him deciding to let her use her power or trust her power um it seems very marginal when he's basically been like the same character through uh, Doctor Strange, Endgame, Infinity War, you know, it's basically like, oh, I'm like a statistical magician that weighs the stats of like what, you know, 
spells work or, or how we should approach things. And I'm like kind of cold and heartless. And, and that's kind of how he like handled, like does his thing. Um, I also felt like America Chavez was kind of, um, I don't know. Her power set is so weird where she just, her power is literally like hopping between multiverses. And I feel like they just kind of piggybacked off that to like, almost like use her to go to different places and like that's literally all she can do and and, and <laughs> i don't she's, know it just she's not a, she's not a character she's yeah. a plot device she's a MacGuffin. yeah that, that's a feature not a bug to me like i've mentioned before we've reviewed a few other marvel movies a few other superhero movies too like i kind of like when they when it's more restrained when um you, you take something as big as a multiverse you can make it you could very quickly make it super convoluted and hard to follow <laughs> But I think they did a good job, like making it restrained. You give her just a simple thing, and I mean, it looked like she had maybe some kind of super strength. Then she like she punched the hell out of Scarlet Witch towards the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I'm gonna um, go back. I'm gonna go back to that uh, that Doctor Strange point though on his character arc for the movie. I think the tough thing for me was that, you know, the whole arc about how I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the one to kill you, blah blah blah. blah. You know, it really wasn't him that that arc started out with. You know what I mean? It was it was the multiverse version of him. So it's like, okay, you know, there was no starting point that led for his character that led to that moment. You know what I mean? If there was you know, there were a couple slight moments where he was like, you know, I think he may have said something that kind of resembled that original. Yeah, he said something to Tony. He said, like, if I have to, like I'll like I'll sacrifice you or the or the kid Spider Man, you know, to protect the time stone or whatever. So that was kind of like, and he kind of does right? sacrifice Tony. The one, the oh, one, the Tony. one, the one, the one multi, the one opportunity that like saves the whole world is the one in which Tony snaps the gauntlet and dies. So he kind of is yeah. like, yeah, I need to nav, I need to guide this towards that but, conclusion. But this movie really does like every character, everything really does center around uh, Scarlet Witch. And so I think in terms of anyone having an actual like arc, I mean, even Wong, like he's here, but Wong is here kind of to serve the purpose of Strange and really serve the purpose of Wanda. I don't know how spoiler I can get right now, but. Oh, we're, we're way into spoilers here. In, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't, well, we haven't, we haven't touched we haven't on. We haven't gotten into details can, too much. We yeah. haven't gotten into too many details. We can, starting now, listeners, we're, we're about to dive in to some. We're about spoiler. to spoil the entire movie in case it people has no. It, it's already. 2022. We're like spoiler alerts. That's like that's when people didn't know what they were walking into. Like, yeah, you know what you get into, bro. It's buckets and yeah. This like, is a... a review. <laughs> we, you know, we, you know how we're we reviewing get down. the movie. Yeah, bro. You saw the <laughs> title. But <laughs> Kendall, <on> anyways, <laughs> back to you. But, saw the title. No, I think it was tough because it's like really everyone, even Doctor Strange, they really all served the uh, kind of Wanda's character arc. Me, that was one of the I guess I don't know if we're talking about what we didn't like but I thought it was unfortunate that you know I, it, it didn't feel like a Doctor Strange centric movie to me it really just yeah started. it could I, have maybe been because okay. I haven't seen WandaVision it feels like but a Doctor Strange movie because I'm not sure what because I wasn't a big fan of the original Doctor Strange movie the the 20 the it one was... with the Scott um, Scott Derrickson I think I said that right and yeah. so I guess I, I guess one of the questions I have going forward for the MCU is like what I'm not even sure what a Doctor Strange censored movie is. You know what I mean? Because I'm not sure. Even in the comics, for me, he was always a character that was kind of like the you know I'm Doctor Strange, blah blah blah. And there wasn't like a lot of charisma to him. 
And I think what always made it hard for me with him in the MCU is that really anything you could do with him has kind of already been done with Tony in terms of the arrogant, kind of rich, kind of like I got the skills kind of. And so I'm not really sure what a Doctor Strange-centric movie looks like in terms of his arc and it's really about him. They kind of tried to throw the Rachel... That's how they write. I can't remember her name. Yeah, uh, Rachel McAdams Rachel, or Christine. They kind of tried to throw that ass. Christine, thank you. That's I would get her <laughs> real name except with her. But yeah. they threw her in there and they kind of tried to do that. Well, you know, I really did. Like, it could have worked out and died and died. But I was just like, nobody eh, cares. That didn't, nobody that cares. Didn't really work. Although I will say she had more to do in this movie than she did in the original movie. So I mm-hmm. thought that was for cool. sure. But even that part yeah. kind of fell flat. But it really was for me the arc or the demise or whatever you want to call it of Wanda's character. And I was, I was actually, yeah. I'm going to take it a little far back. I was actually fine with how she was portrayed in this movie. A, because I thought the movie needed it. Um, but B, for me, when I left WandaVision, I felt like her actions were kind of borderline uh, unredeemable. And so I, I would have been more upset if in her next, whatever appearance she had, where it was kind of like, oh, yeah, Westview happened. I was good with her. Da, 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 da. I thought the only place you could go with her character was having Just her keep go it darker. Floor. Yeah. One dark, go leaning more into the, the pain and trauma that she's feeling and trying to find her. I, I thought hear that. To go with her character, where it would have made sense for me, where I wasn't like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's I, a little I, known fact about me, you guys. Um, Rachel McAdams is actually a baby mama of mine in, in my multiverse. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> Earth 911. <Yeah. laughs> no, to, to piggyback on that, Kendall, I, yeah, this felt like a Scarlet Witch movie, not a Doctor Strange movie. Um, Everything was reacting to her. Yeah. He, and, I, and I almost wish in, 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 a, in an alternate reality, I wish we could have gotten like you have evil Wanda and maybe the only person that can stop evil Wanda is like a good Wanda somewhere. Um, Whether that's our universes or whether that's um, it just, it did feel weird to take, but I mean, it fits with her arc. Maybe did feel weird to take this character that we've watched for, you know, four or five movies and a TV show all this time and see them make the villain turn and then still ends the movie in a place of like, she still ends up in the movie of like, okay, well, I need to leave the multiverse. Like kind of, is she a villain at the, is she still, is she still an evil threat at the end of this movie? Or is she kind of straddling the line between hero and villain going forward? Yeah. I thought her dying I at think, the end was weak. I, <laughs> I don't think she died. I think that's, they made it, they didn't made it unclear. You didn't see a body. You didn't see like, any of that i think what they're kind of going to be tasked to do is she's going to have to take like a break and like we're they're going to have to deal with something that dr strange can't handle for whatever reason and then we're like okay let's talk to wanda about helping out with this because she's the only powerful enough person to do it because right now like i don't think people i don't, I don't think this would like I don't think people know. I don't think the public know that she's the one that you know sent out that squid thing, or she's you know killed well, yeah, a bunch I mean, of people they said at that in the movie. Strange's temple or whatever. They said in the movie yeah. that she sent out monsters, and like that was that was her like. Well, just I don't. Up. I don't think the the public know that. Like, does the oh. like does the random person know that she's the one doing that? Yeah. You know? This gets so, into what you so, guys were saying. Like, do I need to watch a YouTube explainer to understand? <laughs> this this movie or the results of it 
do yeah. i need to watch another show to understand like the the context i i think kind of going pagan and back enough of what kendall said the things i didn't like is when i feel like the the movie felt like too sam raimi where there were like weird things wow. that like dr strange wouldn't do and i felt nah. like like so nah. you're, so you're too like, sam raimi and you're not enough sam raimi I'm yes, I am not enough Sam Raimi. I so like when I, I get like because that's pour, the weird pour delicate it balance. On. Pour okay. it on, yeah. There's a delicate balance where like you want Sam Raimi to do Sam Raimi things because he's a great director, but it still has to somewhat fit in the narrative of the MCU. Why? Why? No, no. Like, I'm just I, sure. Like, I, no, to no, me, no. there were those moments where like the zombie is like winking at like you know america for or um, i almost said america Ferreira, america chavez yeah <laughs> and it's like okay like that to me that like that's too far out of the, out of the character and and like little things like that where i love like the the the, ex, the shots that he was using i loved a lot of the scary movie uh, scary movie moments that he was making those are great i love how he you know kind of killed the illuminati the way he did in the shocking fashion that he did like that was all awesome but like, I feel like there were just some things that were just a little too quirky that little things that just bothered me. But I mean, it, because it is a horror movie. Too quirky for a like comic a... book movie. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> this movie was goofy as hell, bro. And not even like. See? it's it, not, not as goofy as like, like not goofy in like the, the best way. Like, like Thor was funnier than this. Like other movies, other Marvel movies are like funnier than this or like more clever than this. Like it's kind of there's some stuff where you're watching and you're like like just 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 grab it just do like you're, you're watching and you're like you're having horror movie moments where you're literally like come on bro are you are you like just you're supposed to be a genius like do this and like and you're just watching just dumb shit go on the screen as a casual that's like the, like that kind of stuff I mean it doesn't get to me but it kind of like it kind of makes it feel like again you know it's just yeah cool it's a cool movie but it's like yeah it's just it's this ain't a masterpiece bro and for a psychedelic movie like. For all the psychedelic and, and strange multiverse kind of thing, like they really could have gone in a little harder. And especially because, mm-hmm. I mean, bro, like like this was already damn near R rated with the combat and, and horror elements and, and shocking violence um, on already. Like, why not make it, you know, kind of like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, why you not go a little an, harder and you have be an more, infinite, more risks? You have an infinite multiverse of possibilities. And we get a fairly like, bland overall movie with like interspersed sprinklings i felt like there were sprinklings of sam raimi there were sprinklings of shots there and sprinklings you get... of genius and like and like and you sprinklings of like i'm seeing this is like technology advanced like this is like as advanced as we've gotten so far like as imaginative as i've seen um some of this stuff like just as far as like, like the, the reflection combat scene the um the music combat scene yeah let's talk about what we liked real quick yeah. kendall what, what are when they got what drugged by the dreadlocks like, scene yeah, that you really right? liked <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> that was like and that was like That's literally what it, that, that was a perfect like depiction of a psychedelic experience pretty much you know like they did a they did a lot of great stuff it, i don't know i'm not a sam raimi follower but i thought a lot of the visuals a lot of decisions they made um just cinematography wise and 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 pacing wise, it, the pacing was quick, you know, like it didn't, I, I, I never felt bored. It was super stimulating. 
like it gets a lot of points for all of that stuff for me and and um, mm -hmm. yeah so i mean i you know I, I don't know i'm again i'm not a sam Raimi follower i couldn't even tell you another movie sam Raimi director bro that's how sleep i am on this oops sorry i'm reviewing a movie i don't know about you know whatever like it's whatever this it is bucket and beyond bitch <laughs> like, drag <laughs> him cancel him cancel me oh come, my at, God. come at me That's at no. me bro at me but you can't yeah. say that one man oh no oh man all right what, what did y'all think of those scenes what did you like did y'all have any opinions well, on it yeah what are what are your a quick like favorite favorite scenes or favorite things that you liked about it what do you guys think like uh andrew or um, kendall i know for me I would say I definitely enjoy probably the scene where he's fighting uh, his, I guess his what if counterpart. I think that was his what if counterpart. Um, his darker self, his evil self. His darker. I say what if because that's where I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. saw the what if show, but that's where mm -hmm. he came. But evil. I thought that was so creative. <laughs> the set was like, sick. I, like the that multiverse was yeah, like scary thought, as hell. I thought it was sick. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so creative. And like with Doctor Strange, sometimes I think he gets like. You know, he throws up the shield, and it's all kind of boring magic, blah, blah, blah stuff. And so to see they kind of do the fight with the instruments and stuff, I was like, oh, that was really cool. Um, when the movie gets really, really, like, I say when it really reaches its horror peak, if you will, kind of when they go to the Illuminati or whatever, that I love, I ate all that up, man. I mean, when she's running through the hall, she got the blood, you know, the no oh, yeah. shoes. I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm not a horror guy. Like, I, I hate anything horror related so i'm sitting there and I'm, I'm just like i'm just like wow like they really they really that, that's about as horror as you're gonna get with the mcu and so i loved when they really 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 leaned into it. i think there was a scene i think you talked about the reflection scene when she comes out of the little shield yeah like cracking her body all back and i'm just like oh wow so anytime they leave in the horror i loved it um and anytime they let strange really get magical i'll say that i loved it so those are probably my two super super highlights of it and then like the, when sam raimi's like again kind of echo you but like i thought the pacing you know the way it was shot the way it looked you know it, it visually looked good well outside of some cgi but you know the coloring it was bright it was vibrant um and so i know yeah. that's the critique of our movie sometimes is that they can be a little gray on the scale mm, and all that a little, flat. a little flat thank you um and so it definitely did and even when he went through the little bit where he really did go through the multiverse um um, I thought that was pretty creative. I could have taken like five, ten more minutes to that, bro. To be like, or even if they like spent yeah. like thirty <laughs> seconds or one yeah. minute in a few of them, and then they like, you know, like you spend twenty, spend a spend a minute in the cartoon one, bro, and like, like oh. give us some more comedy. You know, like, I, I would have, I would have loved that. I would have taken that, you know, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do think they could have leaned into it a lot more. I, yeah. I do think, but I yeah. think it's tough, especially now, because it's like, you know, you want to lean in. I agree with, uh, with you guys when when it reaches its horror peak and it's wanda just killing folks that is that is the best that is the most like that that is the most that i just was 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 with this movie all the way when she when she kills professor x with without even like a second thought or it's i mean when she goes into her mind and then realizes i done fucked up and he's out like those moments where like those moments where these are these are extremely powerful people like even if we don't know you know the the monica rambo or the marie rambo or captain marvel even if we don't know like peggy carter you know uh captain britain 
even if we don't know uh, this version of Professor Xavier, even though we do, like they're powerful people and she dispatches them in with, with minimal effort, does not break a sweat. She's built different. Um, no. And I wish we could have. This I is wish, like Luka Doncic carving through defense. I wish, yeah, I wish we could have gotten to that earlier. I wish we could have gotten to those moments sooner because the first half of this movie feels like a very bland, typical like Marvel feature. And it's like, okay, let's catch everybody up. Let's meet all the characters. Let's do some CGI whatever on a new york city street that we've seen a million times before let's go to camertage and a bunch of cgi characters and and then an hour an hour and 15 minutes in, we finally get to like no this is what the movie is about it's about like horrifying like running through the multiverse showing how how powerful that's interesting bro like i kind of disagree dude i I felt like i think i got off to a pretty fast start i think it was paced pretty well like uh, i I think like we pretty like that she was like the target of this isn't about something this isn't about pacing necessarily it's more so that the second half of the movie is, is full of visually is full of those like stunning moments yeah, yeah. The yeah, first half, yeah. the first half is a fairly like is 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 cookie cutter Marvel visual esque. The second yeah. half is where okay, we well, where we I actually mean, get to see like some Sam Raimi shit. Um, I'm curious, did you feel that way about No Way Home too? I know I don't need to di- digress, but that that was kind of how I felt with No Way Home. Where I felt like the first half of it was like you know, there's a lot more set up Marvel, in that one. Yeah, yeah, your typical kind of Marvel, like, haha, blah, blah, blah. And then you hit, like, the second half where it's, like, the visuals are starting to go crazy. Uh, it's like it, it turns into, like, all right, this is a, a well-directed film. Yeah, I guess. I mean, No Way Home, just, I think, the whole thing. Uh, I mean, Marvel's style, the cinematic and visual style, is pretty consistent throughout. Um the the second half of No Way Home does pick up, but that's partly because you just you're you're building towards that massive climax of you know all three Spider-Man. Um I am also not my favorite part about this movie may have been that they introduce us to these Illuminati, these Easter egg. Let's talk characters, about them. Let's talk about and then what they immediately guys think about... kill them. That was my that was my <laughs> so real quick, let's do a rundown of the Illuminati. We have Reed Richards, who, uh, aka Mr. Fantastic, who was cast as John Krasinski, which is, the, I think, the biggest, that Jim Halpert as uh, Mr. Fantastic. You have uh, Patrick Stewart back as uh, Professor X in the yellow 90s esque uh, cartoon chair. You've got Monica Rambo, I think or Maria Rambo, I forget which, as Captain Marvel. And then you've also got uh, Black Bolt, who I don't know much about. And then oh, you yeah, have I forgot about Black Bolt. Agent, Agent Carter, uh, Captain Carter, who looks awesome in, in her uh, Captain Britain suit. And I think that's it. And I guess technically Mordo. But I think that was kind of the thing I was, as somebody who doesn't super care about Doctor Strange, I'm kind of, in this movie waiting to see how the MCU pushes the the story forward. Right. And I thought going in that the Wanda was going to introduce mutants into the world uh, in kind of an opposite way that she took 
them away from the comics. In the comics, she says no more mutants, and that spell just kind of takes away all the powers from all the mutants. I thought something to that effect would happen, but instead, like she would basically give a lot of powers to a lot of people who would become the X-Men or become mutants. Um, that didn't happen. That was kind of a letdown. But we got Professor X and we got um, Mr. Fantastic, the first ever like Fantastic Four member in an MCU movie. Um, so my question to you guys is, do you guys see uh, either John Krasinski or, or do you guys want him to come back as Mr. Fantastic? Or do you think this was like a cool nod to the fans? Like, okay, we gave you what you want. Now we're going to recast uh, somebody else completely in the MCU. I thought the Illuminati was like, a, 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 I'm not sure if that's like a, a comic book thing. That's like a real like coalition in Marvel. I thought that was like them trolling everybody like, oh, we're in this universe with the, the Illuminati. Like, dead ass. I thought that was like a joke. <laughs> but um, I, I think they got killed kind of, I think they were kind of dumb. I, I, I kind of wish they were, they were a little more clever in in them coming to the conclusion that they had to lock up Doctor Strange. Like, like it was just kind of silly, bro. Like, if you know so much about multiverses, you know, bro, like, there, like, there's some chance that he's gonna help you out in this one, bro. Like, he might, like, like, come on, bro. He spoke Spanish in one of them. He almost killed a chick in one of them. Like, 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 what if he's a good guy in this in this one? Like, you can't really, you can't discriminate against all <laughs> Doctor Strange's and all the multiverses. Right? I just felt like that was kind of. I feel like they're a little bit harsh there. Like that, that scene kind of dragged on. I was like, okay, bro. Like y'all don't. That's need their to, whole thing. Get the on his comics, ass. So that's their whole thing. And then thing. go go kill yourselves and like a like. Go pull up to you. You see her causing carnage, and you pull up to her, and you're like, uh, you, you think about the children. Think about the. You, you're causing a scene. You're being a Karen. You're causing a scene. Like, like you can't just pull up on her and talk to her after you like just you know locked up your only hope of getting out of the situation. He told you how to win, like, or he said he knew how. You know, like, like just I, I thought I thought they could have been a little smart about that. Again, I don't know. I don't know these characters from from before. Um, so John Krasinski and like is John Krasinski like some like is he like ooh he, like is he some special guy? I love the off. I think the office is one of the best shows of all time. But he was not even like he's not he's not a top three character <laughs> in the office for me. Like like he he didn't oh, wow. blow me away in the office necessarily. You know, so so I mean I don't know. Okay, I, like I, I do like Fantastic. Kendall, one. what? <laughs> What did you think, Kendall, of the Illuminati? And do you want John Krasinski back as Mr. Fantastic? Oh, no. Did you lose him again? Andrew, you want to answer that while um, we wait for Kendall to come back? Similar to my a lot of my reactions to this movie, it's kind of like, if he comes back, okay. he comes back, fine. If he doesn't, I'm fine with that, too. I'm... Uh, I've already come out against kind of the applause breaks or the applause lines. Um, I they get an eye roll from me, I mean, and so bro. I mean, it's and so fantastic, like, bro. Yeah, y'all ain't even really y'all y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> I I appreciated that again. Something that I wish we had seen more of is you have an infinite infinite universes, an infinite multiverse. So let let Wanda kill more people. Like let us go through. We could have gone through so many more characters in the pantheon um i wish there had been 15 members on the council for her to mark oh god um <laughs> yeah i was about to say double the illuminati bro yeah like just like I keep them like, coming okay kendall please done, help me I'm here about to say, if, they, if they had done that though then the entire narrative coming out of this movie would have been 
how it was overstuffed with like a bunch of cameos and stuff like that. Like True. if they had showed up any longer than they already were, like the, been too much I, cheering. I remember, yeah. Leading, leading up to it, it would have been too much cheering. My guy the would have bust in the theater, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, even leading up to the movie, it was always like, is this going to be a, a just a full-on cameo fest of like every Marvel character we've ever seen in the past coming in? And so, and yeah, so they were talking that, about like No Way Home. Yeah, do you, no. It, oh, wait, no, but even love, more. Y'all so. love No Way Home, service, didn't you? Fan service. You oh, love No I, Way I, Home, I, didn't you? It was good. It was good. I, I agree with you. I would have been. I would have been fine with. They could have thrown. Reed Richards from what's some old Fantastic Four movie? They could have thrown him in the movie. Yeah, and, and I, I would like, like that more. That's harder, bro. Saying, That's way harder than I'm this. Just saying, John I'm, for the, on, I'm just saying for the. Oh man, you can't I mean, get John Krasinski like that. Like, I think Jay is is kind of. Oh God, Jay, real quick. Like the fans have wanted John Krasinski. Which fans? For, like which fans? Five plus years. It has been. It has been a very. Most of he's got a lot of fans. I don't personally. I'm not a fan. I don't get it. So I. I don't care. And I. And 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 I and, and I. And, and you know, it's not a feature to me that that nerds are gonna be cheering when I'm at the movie theater. Like it's not like a thing that I'm. Super, <laughs> but but I. I am with Andrew. I do like how how shocking the how. how and even even Doctor Strange fighting Mordo. I thought that was a cool little hand to hand. We got we got a little bit of hand to hand action versus you know like the the magic stuff we've been seeing you know i thought i thought that was a, it was a good scene it was it was cool I like i think I mean, but i think like overall the the one thing you can take if you're a marvel fan is that you can know that the x-men and the fantastic four exist somewhere on earth 616 which is the one that mcu was on so whether they come like that kind of gives you hope that feige and his team are working on like either bring you back John Krasinski or casting somebody else in that same role. Um, so that's kind of what I was excited for it. I wasn't like necessarily excited. Like, Oh, John Krasinski. Like, I don't, I don't think he'd be a great, I don't think he would be the best Reed Richards. I think there's a lot of other actors that could capture it better than him. Um, but like just kind of the idea of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four being in the MCU, like this is the closest thing we've seen to that being like a real thing. So that's kind of what I was excited about. Yeah, um, Ramen Richards, not not Reed Richards. Ramen Richards. <laughs> Ramen Richards. I don't know. Uh, he got grinded up in the noodles. Anyway. <laughs> Lame joke. Three-point three range. That was from three-point range. But yeah. <laughs> Andrew thought that was hilarious. I did and, say... Andrew's I did, Andrew got... <laughs> once, put, him, once they put, killed, him the, put him through the Play-Doh Play Factory. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. So after they killed Black Bolt the way they did, that's when I kind of it kind of clicked. It was like, oh dang, they're about to go. Because I don't know if you guys seen the boys show on Amazon. How they like kill people in the most this gruesome was, ways. This was nowhere near the boys. So, yeah, the was, boys. Yeah, from day one, they got your ass. Like, what? It, I am on. Yeah, like the closest you'll ever. I'm see nervous to for that. what I'm they're not about saying to show me next. It was in the version. So, nah, but I was glad to see Kroninsky just from the fan standpoint, because I don't know if after actually seeing it, I don't hate, um, just because I was like, all right, I don't know if that one worked as well as I would have liked, but it looked good um, in the costume and everything like that. The Illuminati as a whole, I was fine with, I thought it was cool. To see. They kind of, the, the big reveal was, you know, Patrick Stewart, but they already, they had already showed him in the trailer. So it, it wasn't like a shocking factor for that. And 
part of what hurt me was that since we live in this spoiler age, I had actually saw the list of the cameos that were going to be in the movie. So going into it, when the scene came up, it was more like, oh, there they go. That's what they look like. Yeah. That's how they appear. As I tried. To- <laughs> uh, Right. I tried to avoid all spoilers. And of course, like the day of like I, I'm like scrolling on like a Google like feed. And of course, like it says, John Krasinski is in Multiverse of Madness. And otherwise, like the day of that's when I find out. I'm right? against Before spoiler I, like, leak trailer culture, bro. Like I, I, I do not now, like man. that industry at all, dude. Like you have to just get off the Internet. If you, really if you, have, if you don't have expectations about the movie, it's better. The movie is usually be- like you perceive it as better, I think. Although I will yeah. say for me. It helped me with the movie just because, like, I think a lot of people went into it with, like, this is going to be this big, like, multiverse battle-ish kind of grand epic scale. But weirdly enough, by knowing what all the cameos were going to be kind of in that one scene, I was like, okay, like, it kind of helped me settle my expectations to, okay, this is going to be Right. Well, yeah, you're a more hardcore fan. A a little more of a smaller scale. I think sometimes with Marvel movies, our expectations kind of, like, lead us kind of crazy in terms of what we you know think's gonna be in the movie or but marvel marvel plays with your expectations like yeah, marvel they're, they're, does and yeah, they know what they're have, doing they popularize the uh the extra credit scene they um and and, and, and they'll, they'll they're literally poking at like they're 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 you know they're they're, te- they're teasing you they're cock teasing you bro like they're like putting carrots in front of you and like you know like putting little characters here there's some you know they had sindel from mortal Kombat at the end of this movie i don't know who that was at the extra credit scene but like some people, you know, you, you heard some gasps. You heard some, like, you heard some, you know, like, you we know. That like, Charlize Theron. Yeah, the yeah. Purple. Right, yeah. So, I mean, there's something going on. Like, so, like, I didn't know about her. They've started, they've yeah, started exactly. this leak culture, and, and the, the trailer culture is like, like I, I, I get so, they're doing something for you who are going to look it up. But I'm just, Kevin but, you know, Feige, I don't know if y'all saw it. That's he not, that's not. Mad a, about, yeah. I was going to say, Kevin Feige was pretty mad about the, uh. Doctor Strange marketing because he felt like the trailers gave away. They're giving away too much, much yeah. Especially yeah, the yeah. Stewart thing. Um, For sure, yeah. yeah. And it, I think it is funny though. If while we're briefly on that uh, extra credit scene, as Jake called it, <laughs> the, um, the the purple lady that Strange was talking to after she like opens the dark dimension or whatever, that's supposedly going to be his wife. Uh, so it's funny how like he was. Like he spent like most of his Marvel existence, like just pawning over or fawning <laughs> over Christine. And like now his wife just pops out of nowhere. Like, okay. Was he that. ever like, fawning over Christine? He spent like five years post- trying to fix his hands. Yeah. I look at this. So he was this, all, he was simping over her the, this whole movie. The same, <laughs> I don't not believe, not believable at all. You his, so? his romantic relationship with Christine is not, Maybe you haven't seen is, enough Doctor is, Strange. Is to dubious. me, it was like, I believed it. Uh, it's dubious. It was better in this one. In this one, I was, was like, better. oh, he actually does. In the last one, you were like, Sometimes, oh, just, you know, they're put here. Just Sometimes just, one, just let your heroes be maidenless for a while. I'm down with that, see? Just like, let your hero yeah, that's, yeah. have that's zero. when you refresh your sexy when you're single. That's when you refresh your sexy. Like, like you know, like. <laughs> let these guys like do some crazy stuff while they're like just they chilling. let they let captain america be single for like four movies dude got one like one maybe two yeah but then he kissed like, his niece so mm. whoa that didn't, that didn't end well for yeah. him so exactly so just like sometimes 
Yeah, stop trying to Star stop Wars trying action. to make stop trying to make Disney. We need to we need to start looking at them sideways. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Let's see. How would you score it out of ten? I would give what it a seven out of ten. I'll give it a seven out of ten. Okay. Decent movie, like fun movie, stim very stimulating. Uh, even if you haven't watched the Marvel movies, yeah, it does dock some points because it's the first Marvel movie I've seen where I felt left out. So it, I do dock some Aww, points for that. No, as a, as a casual, you gotta dock points for that, bro, because like that, that <laughs> you know, like come on, bro. Anyway, so casual, I give it seven out of ten. Wanda, great, great casting. They had like mm. you know, like, she did a great job in her. I thought you know, America Chavez, adorable, like great. You know, it was same trope as we've seen before. So they're not gonna like reinvent the wheel, but but I thought clever, you know, a clever, um, you know, youth who needs the father figure and and establish. The badass, uh, you know, head honcho guy. I thought I thought it was a good one of those. <laughs> Seven out of ten for today. Yeah. Our resident casual. I gave Batman um, like a strong what, eight too. I think Batman's like uh, outdoes yeah. this. I think Spider Man's about All the same right. tier as this one. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Goon? What's uh, your rating? Yeah, pretty similar, like a like a six point five or a seven somewhere <laughs> in there. Like, like if you if you love Marvel stuff, go see it. Go see it. Um, if you love horror stuff. If you're maybe. if mm, if you're kind of if you're kind of mixed <laughs> on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is not required viewing. If you don't love clapping in movie theaters, don't go see it. With Andrew, <laughs> and there was with Andrew, definitely not with there, Andrew. And there wasn't people, and there wasn't really any clapping in this in this showing. There were some gasps. Our theater was, bro. They, they were obnoxious, bro. <laughs> we in, saw it, in like, Alamo Draft House. We get all the devout fans every yeah, time. As soon as so I walk in the theater, there's like kind of like 20, 30 Doctor Stranges in there, bro. I'm miss, like, damn. Miss me with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, I'll, Maidenless I'll probably... behavior. Oh yeah. Maidenless there's behavior. a couple Scarlet Witches. Whoa. There's a couple, a couple of cute Scarlet Witches, but you know, like. <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of cloaks. <laughs> bunch of cloaks. Um, <laughs> I'll say I'll I'll give it a man. I'll give it an eight because I really love. <laughs> I did enjoy the fan service moments, and I think the visually it was one of my favorites, just uh, from that perspective. And the, and the pace kind of went really, really fast, and I did enjoy a lot of it. There was just some random things that I was kind of like eh about, but. I give it an eight. Yeah, I think I am at a. I was at an eight when I first came out of it. I think, as I sat on it, I was like, I, I think I'm more at about seven and a half. But I thought it was a fun film. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Um, I don't think it was in my upper tier of Marvel movies. I kind of tearing an upper tier, lower tier, somewhere in the middle tier. Where I was like, that was a fun movie, good ride. Yeah. Um, Wanda, like I said, Wanda was amazing. It was good to have Sam Raimi back. I'm not to see Doctor Strange do like cool magic, but you know, other than that, it didn't feel like um, ultimately that it not being as epic as I thought it would be did kind of take away from it for me. And like you said, them not yeah. leaning into the multiverse as much as I thought they would um, kind of right. take away. It just felt like a missed opportunity. So, but other than that, I mean, I enjoyed it. Fun laughs, good old Marvel, making a lot of money. So, you know, MC was still here, it's making a bunch of bank. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our Multiverse of Madness review pod. So we're going to be trying to 
churn out some more content on the beyond side. We're going to be getting into Obi-Wan later this month. We'll try to get more consistent with sending out our, uh, this week in TV pods. Um, maybe, uh, we'll, we'll try to get more with that. Trying to get into movies, TV, a little bit of everything. We want to thank Kendall for coming through, um, and joining the pod so we can have a, uh, an, an, <laughs> an extra voice. Maybe I feel like he was, he was on my side for most of the time. I know. I feel I about to say, I had to back you up, man. Sheesh, man. These these calling guys. the reinforcements. I had to call the Illuminati versus the Avengers. <laughs> we gotta go like... to the multiverse to get more of us. So that way, right? Like, Seriously. No, you, you're got... just you're yeah, We're the same. We're on the same side. It's just a different multiverse. See, like <laughs> you're right. You're uh, right. Maybe. Um, where can the people find you, Kendall? Uh, I'm at Twitter at pu underscore three. Um, that's really the only thing I really be on. So if you see how many tweets I have, you'll understand why. Um, and I also do, I don't know if you guys heard of Letterbox, but Letterbox, oh, I try yeah. to like, all my movies I watch, I try to put them on Letterbox. I'm just trying to get more of that. Oh, you're a Letterbox bro. Okay. I have a Letterbox. Awesome. I, I'm getting there. So like this Check year, out I, his set out, I set out the goal of watching a new movie I'd never seen once a day. And I fell flat on that. But I've watched a lot of movies that I've never seen before. Um, so I'm at like 80 movies. Once a day so, is tough. That's once insane. A day. Hey, what's yeah. up? Well, yeah, that, that's going, dedication. Into the year, going into the year, my thing was let me shoot high. And then, you know, if I miss, at least I'll miss like with a, a still of a high number. So check me out on Letterboxd, Pew360. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. I honestly don't know what that is. So more than one reason to check it out. Like a movie review social media, bro. Like, like Oh, since- cool. Yeah, since like the Maybe Netflix era, there. there's like more, I don't know, it's just better movie discussions. Like, it's sick. My brother's on it. My brother's very active. Like, we need to have him on the pod. <laughs> he doesn't watch stuff like this. He watches like movies I never heard of that are like winning awards and stuff, like uh, the movies that are boring to me. <laughs> but, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, you would love that. You're not an Oscar <laughs> movie fan? You don't watch yeah. the Oscar movie? Uh, when I watch them, I enjoy them. But like, it, when, I watch, it, I I, like when I watch them, I'm impressed by like, wow, like, you know, but yeah, every I, I'm so not a movie often. guy. I'm not a movie buff, really. But yeah, he's not a big uh, the letterbox. Before we sick. started, even the pod, if you don't really like, like movies, he would hardly watch anything. It's funny because yeah. Doctor um, Strange is the second best multiverse movie to come out this year. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, it is. I will say that. I will say that. So let, let, let's talk about that real quick because that's kind of what I brought up to Andrew before the pod because I had uh, the everything, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Come on, everything oh, everywhere all at put once some, came put out. Some re- put some respect on its name. So, we talk about how diff, like how uh, obviously we talked about how this movie didn't capitalize on the multiverse. Tell us how that that one did with such like with such a small budget and and it's more of an indie film. What did you guys think of like comparatively? What are we talking about? What which movie? Oh, you go ahead. You can go ahead, Andrew. So. <laughs> So everything everywhere all at once was willing to go to just the zaniest places to show you. And it was, so it also was hemmed in. It was like, sometimes the constraints of a budget and a smaller budget allow you to be more creative because they essentially give us like dozens of different versions of like five characters there are like there are like five or six named characters in this movie but you see dozens of versions of them in ways that in ways that are just 
that are that are fantastical, that are insane, that are um, that are really interesting to think about, and they do it in a way that like is character driven and that makes you really care about the characters and where they're going or how they're gonna resolve the central conflict. Multiverse of Madness, we get like two, maybe three multiverses. They go to like Dark Strange, they go to 616. So we really only see like three alternate universes, maybe four. Like we're not spending, you have $200 million. You could take us to so many different places and the most creative thing you can come up with is like, oh, red means go and green means stop. And like all of the buildings have trees. And like, oh, and this one, like everything is black and grayscale and deteriorated. Like those are the two alternate universes. You either have utopia or you have like hell. And, and everything everywhere all at once was willing to show how the characters themselves change based on the universe as opposed yeah. to like caring so much about visually like where we are in space. Um, yeah. that, that's kind of where I'm coming from of like, if you're going to do a multiverse movie, like go all out, like watch an episode of Rick and Morty for some inspiration and like try a little bit. Um, Kendall, I, I don't know how you felt about everything everywhere all at once and it's comparison. I was going to say early, I was going to say early Rick and Morty, uh, not, not, mm-hmm. not later Rick and Morty. But no, I echo everything that he just said. It was, it really did lean into, into the multiverse side of it. Um, for me, it kind of showed, one thing I didn't really get with Dr. Strange is how, you know, certain decisions impact what happens within the multiverse, right? And so in everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, you kind of saw where, you know, things that she did or things that changed in her life um, are what led her down these way, way, you know, different paths or things like that, so... I thought that was one thing that you didn't really get with Doctor Strange, that when you do a multiverse movie, um, it's really important to show why it is the universes are different, right? And so that, that worked for me and everything. So, But I echo everything Andrew said, pretty much, to the T. Yeah. So go see everything See, he didn't only agree with once. me. Go see everything uh, he also agreed all once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go see it's that so five serious. times to make up for the one time you see multiverse events. Uh Let's see. Uh, well, thank you again, Kendall, for, for hopping on the pod. Um, it's been awesome to have uh, someone else in my corner on the nerdy stuff. And we're going to keep having you on. As long as you're available, we want to have you on for Star Wars stuff. We want to have you for um, Marvel, DC. If, it, if DC ever releases a movie when they say they will, we'll, we'll have you on for a DC movie. Um, but we're, we're excited to kind of usher in this new era where we're talking more beyond stuff on the pot. So thank you again for, for hopping on. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. And uh, if you're if you want some more beyond content, check out our podcast at Buck, uh, at buckets and beyond on Instagram and buckets beyond on Twitter. Um, and if you love this pod, if you love more content like this, write us a review, help us grow the pod so we can kind of can keep having awesome guests on we're going to keep uh churning it out so the content you, train rolling if you just so choose squeeze to. it out of the tube just keep squeezing that right, out of the review All help us content. grow and on that note uh we have been buckets and beyond we are out of here adios deuces nobody else
Yeah, there it is. <laughs>